the Sportsy Show. Welcome to the Sportsy Show. I am your host, Chuck Banner, the owner of the Little Jerry's and a team to be named later in the League of Enthusiasm. With me this week are my guests. Uh, Jake from the uh, LOE, I am the Weapon X Project, and from the... What the Dynasty League? I yeah. am the Gotham City Rogue. I'm Al. I'm only in the Dynasty League, and I am the Never Nudes, future champions. Future not champions. So uh, I'd like to talk a little bit. I heard your guys' podcast last uh, last time about the uh, rule changes. I just wanted to make some suggestions of my own. In regards to the IR situation, I feel that if you have a player and you have to put them on IR, uh, it shouldn't affect your roster limits once the players are on IR. For instance, there's a limit on tight ends and a limit on quarterbacks. If you put a tight end or a quarterback on IR, I feel you should be able to pick up another tight end or quarterback without affecting your roster limit. Do you want that for all positions or just those two? I would accept it for all positions. I don't think oh. that it would, uh, you know. And I think that maybe we put, like, you know, the IR position we were talking about, maybe uh, making it, it so IR is, like, out for the year. Maybe there's one IR position where, you know, your player is completely out for the year and that won't affect you. Or And then we have another position that will – or another IR spot that will unlock biweekly so you can get one in or out and then a couple – that are like longer weeks, like a few longer weeks, like two or three weeks, maybe one, you know, just to kind of test those waters. But I don't think that an IR player should affect the uh, roster limits. Another change in the rules that I'd like to maybe see is um, the nerfing of kickers points, not necessarily the elimination of the kicker. I feel like the wild card concept of the kicker is still a valid, uh, thing in our fantasy in fantasy football for us uh, i think it's a good thing i feel like the natural progression to where we are at with the kicker and defense conversation is leaning closer and closer to just drafting a team defense slash special team so when you are drafting for instance the new england patriots defense you are also drafting their kicker is kind of like this is that position so i i think that's the natural progression of where we're heading to um in the dynasty league at least uh i i think it makes the most sense is that even possible um on the platform that we use and like the website or whatever it would be something i would need to look into but um I will definitely look into it. I mean, and, and see what our possibilities are. I mean, these are just talking points, at least for this season. We have this season still to go on that uh, rule book. So until you know next season, we really this is just talking points. So that'll be something I can actually look into on the website and see if we can actually even do that. You know, I'm not opposed to actually changing uh, the website or the you know the media that we actually use. I was for looking. The league. I was looking at the sleeper, and I don't know if that'll work for us because it doesn't seem like you can plug in like m- like money amounts. At least from what I was looking at, uh, I don't know. I didn't seem to really like their setup. 
I know uh, one of the podcasts I listen to talk about Sleeper, but I didn't really like it. So I don't know. I feel like for the most part, I like this uh, this website. The only thing I don't like is it's not as seamless as I want it to be. It's just missing one step for us to add auction and draft without me having to go through and change it every year. And if I can just like do it this year the right way and write it down how I did it, then I'll never fuck it up again. But uh, I think it'll be smoother this year because I'm just going to just relax when I do it. And I also, uh, during the playoffs, you know, the rosters lock. If you're a playoff team and you're in the roster locks and you get an injury, you uh, are pretty much dead in the water, as I might have experienced and I'm sure other playoff teams have experienced in the past in, in this league, and I'd like to see that rule changed or modified in some capacity. Would you want it open for just playoff teams? Because I think the fact that it's Dynasty it- – if it's open for some teams, it should be open for all teams. I, think, I agree with that. I think that it should be open only to playoff teams, and I don't think that they should be allowed to keep anyone that they pick up during that period after the So it will be an automatic run. drop once they're eliminated. Correct. Or, or once, once the they're eliminated or once the playoffs are over. That would be the only way I could even see that being. Yeah, if you're limiting it to just fair. them. So. Right, that's how I would I would put it as fair, and that's how I would say that we could keep the rosters kind of like you know closed down so it just doesn't go insane during that period because people are trying to win championships, you know. Yeah, and for the non-playoff teams, I guess there's an advantage to them because, like, if say you're in the playoffs and you have an injury and you're doing this, you would have to drop someone to pick them up, so that's throwing an additional person. You know, into the, play, into free, into the free agency, agency pool yeah. automatically. So, you know, even if there's, you know, it's an obvious cut, you know, it's. Well, that's what I like about that, too. Like, if, if you're going to keep it locked for all the other teams that don't make it, then it makes sense to um, be like, all right, well, I can spend, you know, 25 of my fab dollars on this guy, but then I got to cut him immediately. So uh, he's literally here just for the stretch of the playoffs. Correct, mm-hmm. which makes your, like, you know, whatever balance that you have and the money in the bank that much more um, crucial to, to manage. Well. Especially if we switch to um, having all of our money up front, which, based on the limited conversations I've had with people, seems like it's the favorite to to happen yeah i I, that's kind of my general gathering as well from people that i've been talking to within the league like it's probably gonna switch to that which i like because i don't like all of us being able to get a hundred dollars of fab when we've already done different ways of uh building our rosters yeah it's just an additional way to to differentiate the way teams build them, you know, exactly. build their teams and stuff. Um, yeah, well, you know, with, with like the given roster limits and stuff like that, I feel like maybe I'd like to see a uh, a flex position actually added into the uh, equation as well, and a potential roster expansion. Yeah, I'm I'm always down for more roster spots. Uh, definitely more practice squad spots. I'm always down for, but. Uh, with the uh, p- 
potential change to getting all of our fab dollars and changing it to a four hundred dollar limit would did I don't know if we've discussed the possibility of trading uh, money because that is an option on, I like on the that website. Idea. I think yeah, since it is an option on the website, I think that it it should be an option that we should at the very least um, open ourselves up to. Yeah, because like if you're a team where you know you're a big money team, and you it costs what three ninety or something to hold on to them. You only have ten bucks for the year. Say you make a couple pickups throughout the year and you don't have any money left, you might want to trade a young piece to get. 20 bucks right. for the last the, you know the last stretch run and everything so then would that money carry over into the next season any so like acquired money like acquired money from other teams so I, think, like, I think that no, would just be it, money I think it would just be money for, for that season. so yeah anything okay. you trade for would be for, for that given season so potentially if you're a team say it's 415 bucks and you don't want to cut anyone or trade anyone you're super confident in them could I just be like, Yo, here, here's my you, first round yeah, pick. Give me, first round give pick, me, 30, give me bucks. thirty bucks. Right. Okay. So, I guess at, at, at that point it would cost that person like forty five bucks because it's the money you're giving up plus the money you're paying the pick. But right. that's still, you know, it's one season that you're throwing away a little bit of money. Yeah. And you know, if you're confident that they're going to be good for four or five years, I would say it's it'd be worth it for most any rebuilding team essentially. And then the next thing I want to say is is like as much as I love all the tra- trade offers and the activity and everything, I think that we should have a uh, <laughs> worst trade offer uh, award every year. Well, he was saying, uh, is it trade offer or trade accepted? And I was saying we could probably do both yeah, since we, we could pretty do much. Both. Since we ripped on Tom so much for all of his trade trades that he did do last year, um, but Tom like the is Alex, old money ball man. He's he's good. He's a solid. Team. Yeah, well, I it mean, it's just, easy to rip on Tom for the trade offers and and some of the trades that go through because he's like me and throws out a bunch of them. But at the same time, like he won a championship twice. Right. That's what I mean. That's why I'm like I I really got nothing to say. Yeah. He's, I only really I only good. recognize one of those because I was in, in uh, the league for the first one. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it doesn't take it away from him. No, not in any capacity. He's good. He must be beaten. So, with all that being said, so what do what do you think? Uh, I don't know. I'm looking here at like the drops that have happened since. Uh, like the season started, and I, like, I'm pretty sure we covered up to I don't know, like at least mid May in the last episode of the Sportsy Show. But um, so we'll just go to like the June ones, I guess. Uh, Tom, the shy style hot dog heart attacks dropped John Ross, and I mean, like, he's just been a bust since I drafted him. Yeah. At least I was able to trade him to Tom and get something. Then uh, Gotham City Rogues, Jake dropped Marshawn Lynch and Mark Sanchez. Those look like uh, pretty good drops at this yeah, point. Yeah, it was pretty obvious, Sanchez. I don't even think Sanchez is on a team right now. And Lynch is, I guess, retired again. I think that's what's happened. So. Um, then uh, Mark Highway to Bell dropped Doug Martin and Josh Gordon. Finally getting off that Josh Gordon train. Which I'm not, I guess, not surprised that he cut him, but it's 
people that could have been held on to because I want to say Doug, I don't know. Doug I Martin dr- was only like ten bucks. I dropped Josh Gordon in another up. league. Oh yeah, like I'm not gonna hold it against him for cutting either of those players, but like it's somewhat shocking a little bit. I don't know. They they could have been held on to. I guess I'm on the fence of what their value was given their contracts. And then the Rob the fuck offs. Um, he dropped tight end Jesse James and kicker Graham Gano, uh July 20th, just the other day. And, I mean, like... Uh, no surprise. I don't know. They're... Depending on how much he was paying Jesse James, like, I don't necessarily It was, it was 13 it. bucks. I remember that. Because it was right on the cusp of, like, I don't think it's worth it. Yeah, I guess that's true. And if he wants him, he can get it for cheaper. Just yesterday, I think these are the most surprising jobs of actually this entire drop uh, segment. And that's Trey dropping Jordan Howard and Geronimo Allison. I think Jordan Howard is obviously good. Um, his role is in question with the Eagles drafting Miles Sanders. Um, he should, I'm assuming at worst, be getting a lot of goal line work. So he has... Flex potential is a touchdown guy, but um, $18 is a bit steep, I would imagine. Uh, I would think whoever drafts Miles Sanders is going to be uh, going after Jordan Howard most aggressive, you know, the most aggressive out of anybody. Um, I think he's worth more in the $10 range than the $18 range. You think Jordan Howard is going to like be a significant role player? Um, I would lean more towards Jordan Howard being a better pick this year than Miles Sanders for this year. Um, Miles Sanders is still hurt and is more than likely I think that's going to linger into the season. Yeah, I could see it, but also especially cuz the Eagles do that um you know, they're from the Andy Reid tree. So they do the West Coast where the running backs expect to catch the ball, which that's why I was surprised the Eagles hands, right? Yeah. So I, I was surprised when the Eagles traded for him because both Doug Peterson and Matt Nagy came from Andy Reid. And the whole point that the Bears traded Jordan Howard to begin with was that he didn't fit their offense, but you're trading him in the same offense. So I never understood that aspect of it. And um, like I said, I... Well, they've got a lot of pass catching I just running backs over there. Yeah, I just don't. I think they have like nine total on the roster, and they just yeah, well, re-signed they're gonna, Sproles. They're going to drop a bunch of them. Yeah, and well, then yeah. you get special teams. Running backs make really good special teams players. Yeah, yeah. I think they'll probably end up keeping four of them. You know, Miles Sanders, uh, Sproles probably since they just re-signed. Sproles, Jordan Howard, Sanders, and... So it would be people like Smallwood, uh, was it Clement? Um, Those guys are all battling for one spot. Yeah, yeah, so... My goal would probably, or my guess would probably be Clement would get the job over Smallwood because Smallwood's basically Sproles. I don't know, I always thought I was big on Smallwood coming into into the the draft and stuff because he just seemed like a small compact guy who's pretty quick i thought he was going to be more of a pass catcher than he actually is but i thought he had feature down potential but obviously you know not anything special um he's shown flashes a couple times but i i think if he went to a, a different offense 
where he could have been used more consistently. He might have had a different career, but, you know, he's essentially just a guy. So Yeah. Um, so, Philly's backfield. Now, are you still talking about, like, um, like trades? Yeah, yeah there's been, some... been a few trades since uh, last time, which I don't remember if. I don't. I think we can touch upon uh, Rob and uh, Sean's trade, the Guru trading uh, one ten to Rob the fuck offs for uh, a twenty twenty first. Yeah, I was. I understand what Rob's trying to do. I think, given how much everyone, I don't think he should have traded next year. Yeah, I feel like everybody's more hyped about the draft next year. Yeah, I mean. I know that's what part I, of my logic was. Yeah, I get what Rob's doing because he's set up now having one, three, eight, and ten, in addition to what he already has with Russell Wilson, Goff, Zeke, uh, Philip Lindsay, and Fournette. Where if he can, I'm assuming he's going to take Jacobs at one and then take Kyler Murray at three. So his quarterbacks are set. His running backs, he's before DP be set. Do you and really at that think point, Philip Lindsay and uh, Fournette are going to be that viable? I think Fournette will be his second best running back outside of maybe Josh Jacobs. But, I I think Lindsay could fall off a a bit. Like I, I think him and Royce Freeman could end up combining for a decent running back, but that's. Yeah. I mean, like, who knows? I I think Josh Jacobs will be better than both of those Denver running backs this year. I would have to agree almost with that. I The way I'm looking at it is you have to start to – Zeke is more than established as a top five guy, so he's oh, for sure yeah, the number one. I think Zeke, I think so, Zeke and Josh Jacobs is his starting running backs, and then Leonard Fournette is his flex. Yeah, well, yeah, it's Zeke's locked in. He's starting week, every week, and then you have – Three really good chances between Jacobs, Fournette, and Lindsey. One of them should be a top 10, top 12 guy at worst. And then you have, you know, two chances at a really good flex. So it's using the the eighth pick and the 10th pick. You take your stabs at the best receivers that are available. Hope they hit. Maybe I'm, I think he's got maybe a little bit of money after that. You know, just get a couple receivers just for some depth. I feel like after agency. last, I feel like his team just kind of disappeared last season. Oh yeah, I don't know why. With well, like talent, he like had, what he's got, why did he just he had no disappear? Depth. He had such a good starting lineup with no depth. He was he was capped out going into free agency, so he was automatically given one dollar players, which I don't think is a bad strategy if he then immediately just did one dollar bids with his fab dollars once. You know the off season officially ended, um, because you, he's getting the best of what was left over, which was way better than the, the depth that he had. But he kind of sat on for a couple weeks and didn't really uh, focus on his depth right away. So yeah, so depth is a big thing. You got to have the depth, you know, to move forward. Because yeah. if you, I don't know if you remember his team. It was yeah, it was like. Uh, Goff, Russell Wilson, Zeke, uh, Fournette, Antonio Brown, A.J. Green. So, like, starting lineup was pretty much there. It's just, you know, A.J. Green was hurt, you know, didn't really play up to his standards. So that's just a huge hole right there. Like, if you're not able to replace him adequately, then that's just a giant hole. So what other trades and 
I believe yours is the next one. Yeah, the Gotham City Rogues. Uh, Jake traded with the Green Bastards. Uh, Zach. The Green Bastards traded uh, pick 2-2 and a 2020 second round pick to the Gotham City Rogues for Brandon Cooks and 210. I think it's pretty spot on given how we're just saying everyone values next year's draft. So getting a second round pick that at this point would project in the you know the first five picks of the second round. Yeah, and so in, a top 15 In pick. addition to 2-2, two, two, giving Moving up 210 is something. So, Because um, I think that there's a lot of value at the end of the second round in this year. Um, but I've, when I saw it, I was surprised that uh, Jake did pull the trade off just because he, you know, isn't overly aggressive with trades, but um, I didn't see either side really crushing the other person. It was, it was, it was a pretty fair trade. Yeah. So I think a lot's riding on the, the future second round pick. So, yeah, that was my theory on the, on the trade that I needed. I wanted to get a, a little bit under like some cap relief a little bit, uh-huh. just kind of, see you know i it, where i'm getting the pick at i is kind of a you know i got a little bit of a hole so i got to figure out how i'm going to fill my holes and with brandon cooks he, he's really good and i like him but for how good he's been he's never really been incredible He's he someone, disappears, and yeah. uh, I, you know, I was paying Brandon Cooks the same thing that I was paying DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, and I was thinking about that. It's for twenty one dollars. It's not an. It's as accurately it should be contract wise, because um, he's still going to be under thirty bucks for the next few years, which thirty dollars seems to be kind of the threshold, in my opinion, of where you have to start thinking of like, is this guy worth it? Like, if they're those top five, top ten guys for sure. Yeah. But when you're to get, because to me he's always right around number fifteen overall for wide receivers, and then you know for thirty bucks is that guy worth it? And then like you know, are the Rams gonna have a Super Bowl hangover? Yeah, like, like you know, know very well it could be. Everybody was talking you know about the Super Bowl hangover, this Super Bowl hangover, that like they could have a Super Bowl hangover. Yeah, and for how good they Cooks could, is, I mean, I don't know, maybe you should just. Trade Get rid me, of Todd Gurley. Me, you want to take him away from me because he's just going to be terrible and hurt. And Cooks I mean, is yeah, always. If you want to trade me, Todd Gurley, I mean, oh we can God. talk. God. Um, but no, Cooks has always been in, you know, because he started in New Orleans, went to New England, then to the Rams. So all those offenses have been all elite offenses. But it's offenses that seem to spread the wealth around to, you know, they got a lot of different mouths to feed. So I think that could be part of the problem with cooks. Yeah. There's like no true number one wide receiver on the Rams. No. I mean, it's really, you can make a case for any single one of them. It's hard to like nail which one's going to go off. Even with, with all the, I guess, perceived risk for injury with Gurley that, that even like, cause it's always seemed like they have tied Gurley. You do everything around him. And then you have a bunch of, really really good people who you don't know who's the second best player but now if Gurley takes a little bit of a step back it almost gets even more balanced which is weird but then they're also adding in uh daryl henderson who's just gonna be another mouth to feed 
So really, I think Goff's the guy to get in, in the offense. Yeah, right. In the future. Yeah. So, you know, he's the only one where it's it's got to go through him. You know, pretty much one way or another outside of handoff. So, I'll trade you one six and two eight for Ty Gurley. No. <laughs> Come on. That's like pretty much guaranteeing Dave Montgomery. At that point, I'll give you uh, one four and something and something. No, no. don't take else garbage. Yeah. <laughs> the same I'm, thing, but I'm better. still a believer. Oh yeah, no, I liked when you said I'm riding him till he's he's done. Yeah. So he'll be dreadlockless by the time I'm done with him. Yeah. <laughs> so the last trade of the off season so far, uh, done on June 28th at 1:25 p.m. Central Time. <laughs> the Never Nudes Al traded Eric Ebron, Deontay Foreman, <sighs> a 2021 second round pick. To Trey Johnson's out for Harambe for a 2021 first round draft pick and a 2021 third round draft pick. Yeah, I think it's a, a Trey lot to hates, give up. Trey for hates rookie draft. Fucking a bum yeah. named Eric Ebron and Deontay Foreman. See, I was t- trying to push Foreman on him for a while because he has Lamar Miller and. Um, just to be able to handcuff him, whether it's for injury this year or to possibly take over next year. But him coming off an Achilles, you know, who knows what he's going to look like. Um, he played a little bit then the last year, but he didn't really do anything. And then Eric Ebron was the fourth high-scoring tight end last year. Do you think that he's really going to do that again? I don't know. I just traded him, so... But I didn't need him, too. I have Ertz. I liked Ebron as a tight end. Ebron is a bum. For fantasy, he was, I would... He, was, I would, he had, like, an awakening. You're just hating because he was a lion. Yeah, if he, if he falls apart and doesn't have a great year and his numbers drop down, he could still be, like, the eighth best tight end. Yeah. Like, he was so far and away, like, because he's in that rare group, like... Kelsey's way above everybody. I, I think Ertz if you go back and look at his numbers, it'll show you that that was an anomaly season. Tight end is oh yeah! Such a if you look at his career, position. it's just the fact that I was for sure selling high on him. That was my whole thinking. Was like, not that he's not going to be good, but like, oh I yeah, feel he will not be a top. I don't. I don't think this year. I I wouldn't bet on him scoring as many points as he did this past year. I don't know. I think he could be a top. I team. think he will be closer to top Dude. fifteen than he will be to top four. Okay. Well, yeah, but he's still going to he I think regardless he's going to be a starting he's a top 10 so a starting tight end just because look at the list last year. I think number 10 scored like 120 points and that's with the half point PPR. So it's not like they're they're crushed by any means. I don't know. I'd rather have a bunch of different people other than Eric Ebron. Yeah, I don't know. I'm hoping I Trey's think, team falls apart and that Trevor Lawrence guy from I'd Clemson's rather have stuff, and I'd I get rather the number have one pick. like Rookie tight ends over Eric Ebron. I'd rather have the rookie TJ Hawkinson. I'd rather have the rookie Noah Fant. And, like, those guys might not do much of anything this year. And I'd rather have both of them over Eric Ebron. Because Eric Ebron is not good. He got lucky that, like, the 40 passes he caught or something like that were, like, a quarter of them were touchdowns. 
Uh-huh. Like he just got lucky to be in the right spot, like right spot at the right time when everybody else on his team was injured. This year they won't be dealing with that many injuries. Their starting tight end will actually be there, so he's not even going to be on the field that much. I think Funches is the biggest thing that could potentially hurt him because they're essentially I think playing Jack the same Doyle role. Is better. Than Eric but Ebron. Jack Doyle and Eric Ebron are both listed as tight ends, but they're completely different players. Eric Ebron isn't the guy to put at the end of the line like Jack Doyle is. Eric Ebron's going to play his role as I am a very big and athletic person who catches the ball. Oh, except Not, for when he drops it? Well, yeah, that's obviously a big part of it. But um, but Jack Doyle's going to do actual tight end things. I don't know. I'm not saying he's not going to catch Eric the ball and get touchdowns. Trey got fucking hosed but in that deal because he picked up Eric Ebron, who's a fucking bum, the and Colts he could have gotten in free agency for like a dollar. The Colts are a team, too, that spread it out so much that no one really excels. Like, T.Y., for how good he is, he's kind of like Brandon Cooks where it's like you've been like number 10, number 8 a couple times, I think, but nothing like he's nothing ridiculous. He's consistently mid-grade. Uh, yeah, Paris Campbell yeah. is going to be the guy to have on that team. Maybe not for this year, but for going forward. Because if I was going to have what thirty nine years old, he's yeah, he's like T Y has got to be like forty. He's like he keeps saying like yeah, he's like thirty one. He's he's got no time left. I'm like dude's twenty nine. Like he's got to be nearing middle age. I don't know. Fifty still looks good. Fifty one. Yeah, maybe, maybe like, especially with the contract he's on that Jake's got him with. It's yeah. like Why I'd ride him out. Yeah. I'll, He's going to have no dreadlocks by the time I'm done with him, too. Yeah. <laughs> They're all going to shave their stuff before I trade them. Yeah. I got. I guess once you see him coming to training camp with a haircut, you're it's like, time. you just put him on a block like, <laughs> uh, who wants him, who wants him? <laughs> all right, so what, what are we going to talk about this episode? I mean, like, I guess what we're like almost 30 minutes into uh, this episode, and we haven't really talked about much except for just like <laughs> things that have happened over the past like – well, I kind of brought up Mom. some of the uh, the rule changes that I wanted to implement, and I think I need to order a pizza. I'm down. All right, I'm going to pause this. Your dogs bark. Yeah, right, we're back. Their dogs. All right, so uh, in that paused period of time, I just made some roster moves. I cut the New England Patriots defense, and I cut John Brown, and I cut Will Fuller. You cut Will Fuller? Well, that's yeah, he's $19. That, that's one that surprised me, but, yeah, he is expensive. He's finally under budget now, so now we have uh, – there's now six teams who are under budget currently, not counting uh, the draft pick salaries that need to be added on. Um, but Yeah, I'm one of the teams that is not under budget yet. Yeah, I think now it's you, Ryan, for sure, because mm-hmm. he's got to cut luck, which I yeah. still don't see how he can hold on to him. Well, if he cuts all of his other quarterbacks, maybe. Which I don't know why you would. It's you either cut Andrew Luck, who you can think as highly as you want of, or you have to cut at least three, like really good, like for sure starter players. I think he's gonna cut Luck, but if he if he just bombs this season and holds on to Luck, and then the you know the rule change happens, if it all if it all but he's. Forty six bucks, I think, over budget now. So once you add in the and who additional, just wants to donate money, the additional raises next year, he's gonna be like, say, if he for somehow was able to keep all the players now, with whatever way possible, 
once you add raises from everything else, plus um, draft picks and all that, he's probably going to be capped out at the $400 budget too. And that's, you know, with you can't do a single move in the season unless he trades for more money. So. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens at least. Uh, I mean, like right now there's, what, like two teams that got a lot of money? Uh, sh- Yeah, Sean and Tom, I believe. And then I think Zach could. Uh, that all depends on how much uh, Zach's willing to cut and restart again. Yeah. But I, I feel like he's on the cusp of being able to, like, clear it. And and do something now. Finally, after the debacle of the team that he has inherited, yeah. yeah I mean, like he's. He I don't think also, it was a terrible team, but it wasn't good by any means. Well, yeah. I mean, like I don't know. He, he a could, long process. He could make some of these trades and like try to recoup something. Like if he doesn't think he's gonna be competing this year, then why not try to trade Alshon to a competing team for like yeah. a second or, or a couple of thirds or, or something. Or if you wanted to trade Breezer Rivers. Like or if yeah, instead of, instead of releasing them, trade them for something. Yeah. Do you really think that uh, Alshon's going to be a viable piece? Yeah, I think especially for this year to a team like, like Rob. If I'm Rob, why don't I give up a second round pick or a couple of third yeah. round picks for him? I think if he wants to maximize his value, he would hold on to Alshon, and then immediately once the offseason's officially over and the season starts and people can go over cap, that's when you can maximize your value for him because he's 32 bucks, I think. No, I think he's under $30. I think it's 27 no, but I could be wrong. 32 oh, okay. I yeah, guess he's I'm wrong. On, he's on the expensive side. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, looking at his team now, he's – Zach's $67 over, but he's got players like Bradford for 11 Who aren't even, like, in the NFL. Yeah, he's right. not on a team. Corey Clement's, like, the third or fourth running back for the Eagles for $10. Bucks. Um, Ty Montgomery's backing up Le'Veon Bell now for 11 So, like, there's definitely money he can get off of. Yeah. Crabtree's not on a team. You know, that's 13 there. Same with Brandon Marshall for 10 Um so he can easily Jai's in his IR. He's, he's got ex, he's got expensive defenses. Yeah. Like if he cut if he just cut the people who aren't on NFL teams, he'd be like right at the budget line, pretty yeah. much. So, like I said, he's you know he's on, a, on that even rebound. still. Yeah, I think if I'm yeah, it's just a matter of I guess how you want to use your cap space and yeah, it all depends rebuild, on so. how he wants to rebuild. If he wants to start the rebuild like earlier and try to do it this year, and maybe just start releasing some of these guys that. That would be pumping guys into free agency like Drew Brees and Philip Rivers, who you know likely aren't going to be around for more than like a year or two or three, maybe with Rivers. Well, yeah, I don't know. If I was him, I would just talk to anyone who needs a quarterback or possibly receiver and be like, "Let's get a deal in place. Once the season starts, I'm going to trade you this guy." So like. That person can plan like I'm going to be acquiring Drew Brees for like a f- future first round pick or something like. He's that. got Diggs and Cooks and Jeffrey as receivers. No Diggs. Well, Mark's got Diggs. He's oh, got. He's got Thielen. He's got Thielen and uh, yeah, it's Thielen, Josh Reynolds, Brandon Marshall, Jeffrey, Julian Edelman, and then Cooks. Yeah. So like his receivers are solid and everything. Like he, it's stuff that he can compete with those receivers. It's just. And with his quarterbacks, for that matter, it's really how well is he going to be able to fill in his uh, his running backs and getting pretty much literally anything from his tight end because I think he got what like thirty points by all of his tight ends combined or something like that. 
Like, that's why I kept trying to push Ebron on him for a trade. And then he's like, I don't want him. I don't want him. Like, that's like 100. It's like 10 points a week that you're missing out on. So, but. Yeah, I, I mean, he's got to do something at tight end outside of what he's got. But, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think Eric Ebron's the answer. But I, I think tight end's like a sore position for a lot of people. Yeah. It's a tough I one. don't think Ebron's necessarily an answer. He's better than essentially not having a tight end. <laughs> yeah. So I got an interesting uh, trade offer from... Rob. Oh, yeah? When? Yeah. Well, a little bit ago. Probably oh, like today? an hour or two. Yeah, he offered me like uh, 1 1 and 110 for for uh, Devontae Adams and 1 9. So it's wow. Pretty, so it's essentially Devontae Adams for the number one pick? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. It's. With that, if I'm you, if I'm you, I'm pulling the trigger on that immediately. Are you kidding me? You have I hate the Packers, so I would get rid of one of the best. uh, uh, What do you call it? Wide receivers in the league, in in just DeAndre Hopkins. Wide receivers kind of grow on trees, so I'm guessing you can get. He's like eight dollars. Yeah, but you also. No, he's got to be somewhere around like eleven dollars. Is he what I is... guess. Uh, Devontae's yeah, eleven bucks. Oh. So, so, but if you think of it like with what we were talking about with yeah, the trade but discussions, you've also discussed how you pretty much hate your quarterbacks outside of Cam Newton and maybe Jimmy Handsome. But really, what has Jimmy Handsome even done in the NFL? Oh, I don't even know yet. Exactly, that's the thing. That's and, like the cool wild card about could, my team. You right could now. trade a wide receiver, but I got rid of my depth for, at wide receiver. Yeah, but I've already traded away Cooks. Yeah, but I'm you now... still have T.Y. Hilton as your number two wide receiver. If okay. You... Okay, okay, so most teams, would you rather have this? The number one pick and you still have 1-9, right? Because you're getting 1-9 back. Well, you'd be what? 1-9 and 1-10 get flipped or something like that. Yeah. So it's it's basically the number one pick for Devontae Adams. Right. So, yeah, you're trading... You're trading it's not enough. So you okay? I, yeah, I think you're crazy because so, you're getting you're getting either Kyler Murray, Dwayne Haskins, or Josh Jacobs. But and so if you're him though, with the way Jake's team set up, I think Jacobs is out the window, right? Because he's already got Gurley, Mixon, and then the Packers backfield. Yeah, so, I think Josh Jacobs is going to be better than the Packers backfield, regardless. So you're already that's that's an upgrade right there. Or but how much of an upgrade also goes now? Now you have three Packers on your team if you're keeping it like this. And yeah, I'm all for who cares who you have on your team and how it's built. But I'd be trying to diversify a little bit and to move up to the number one pick to where now now you can lock in and go. Yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and take Kyler Murray and fucking I'm taking a gamble that's not it, like what, what are you? Would you rather gamble on the injuries of Jimmy Garoppolo and Marcus Mariota and Cam Newton? It's, like, I, to me, I don't know. I'm I'm pulling the trigger. I'm I'm not even so, thinking about okay, it. Okay, so say the trade is just 
not don't add the other stuff. One one for Devonte Adams, and you have Jake's team. You pull the trigger, and pull who, the do trigger. You, who do you take? I take Kyler Murray. Okay, so with my team. Yes, I, will, I, so, I take Kyler Murray with anybody's team. So because Kyler Murray is the best pick, but he's not in the this number draft. one. I don't think so. I think in our I, league with two quarterbacks starting, yes, it is the number one pick because of. How that offense is he's salary either, cap. He's is a either big going to be he's but either I, going to be. A I would take Jacobs bust one for sure. Or because yeah. for how much is the two quarterback thing, hit. and I value quarterbacks a bunch. The way I perceive these players Jacobs, to be coming in the league, you can start three running backs, and if you have three top fifteen running backs, you know, hopefully top ten or top twelve. Well, or, you I know, agree whatever. with that too, but. Like, Jake's team to be able to start didn't win a championship last year because of quarterback play. Actually, I'm taking injury. yeah, I'm that's taking injury. the number one quarterback, and I'm going. You are going to score more points than Devonte Adams every single week. But the difference between what? All right, so say either grab. What's or, the difference? the The difference what you have to find is the difference between Devonte Adams and T. Y. Hilton. And I'm telling you, that's going to be like five points. No way. No, Devontae Adams is, like, again, I don't like the Packers screwing whatever, but, like, Devontae Adams is a legitimate top five receiver. I understand that, but you already have a top five wide receiver. Like, so where are you ranking? Unless you're trying to win the trade every time you trade, no, no, no. Where this you, is a win for, where do you for Jake's rank, dynasty team in the long run. Where do you rank... Garoppolo and Mariota. Mariota not rosterable. Like like personally. He he I he's either my fourth quarterback or I am trying to trade him for a third round pick. Because That's crazy. I would rather have a backup quarterback than him. I would rather have Jarrett Stidham. Or I would rather have Will Greer, especially being Jake's team. I would much rather have Will Greer. Because, well, because then I have the Carolina quarterback, which I think is better than maybe I have Mariota. Mariota is fucking garbage. But then and he's what the are you, reason why that Corey Davis pick was so? If you mind boggling, if if you would straight up swap out Will Greer for Mariota for Jake's team, what are you going to do on a bye week? Oh, uh, that's why I'm taking. I'm taking fucking Kyler Murray and I'm starting him and Cam Newton every week. And then, and then I have Jimmy Garoppolo, Garoppolo, my your third guy. My third guy who I start so what, twice a I year. I guess what's your assessment of Kyler Murray then? Because Kyler Murray is going to be a stud. So you're saying like top ten in the first first year, second year, something like that. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna be great. Um That's just my assumption. Or that's my guess. That's what I I'm going. If I had the opportunity to go all in and take Kyler Murray, I would do that. I do not have that opportunity. I've talked to Rob about it multiple times. I do not have what it takes to get Kyler Murray. So I've wait. You don't you don't have what it takes to get the number one pick out of anything that you have, or what you're willing to put out. Probably what I'm willing to put out there because I'm not going to overpay for it. I don't know. We're never going to find out because, honestly, I, I don't want to do the trade. So, I mean, it's so, not an unfair trade or unreasonable. It's just not something that I wanted to do. So. What more would you want back? 
He's a number. I dude. So I, let's number say number one or number two. Wide let's receiver say you're doing that. Two hundred points. Let's point. say you're doing. Hold on. Let's just say hypothetically okay. you're doing that trade to move the number one pick. What do you want for the number one pick? To move to the number one pick? No. What like let's like, say you're hypothetically doing would... that trade and then you're immediately trading that number one pick. Well, that would just that wouldn't fit. No, I'm just saying hypothetically. It's okay. not. It's All not right. a real um, life decision. What What would I want for? Like, and like, what would you want to where you'd be like, "All right, I feel comfortable making this trade now," because like, really, it's it's the how do you want to replace Devonte Adams right. is really all it comes down to. Well, and you'd have to rule out pretty much every receiver because anyone who's in the class of Devonte Adams is way more than eleven dollars. So you can make the case that Devontae Adams right now yeah, in our league you're is able the to, most valuable receiver. N- no, because DeAndre Hopkins is better, and he's the exact same price. He's twenty one. No, he's twenty one compared to eleven. Okay, I see. I thought his price was still eleven dollars. No, he's twenty one dollars now. Yeah, I think the next yeah, best okay, so you're, one you're who's cheap right is like that. fifteen for Odell. So you're probably right. Fifteen for two wires. That that is probably the best contract in the league. Right. So, so why for, at, at, at least but look at it this way, if like, not overall. So. Yeah, but then you just have to look at the rest of your team and who ca- like. I, I kind of feel like it. Quarterback is a very, very important. Quarter part. quarterbacks are super valuable in this league because of the the rarity of them, and there's only thirty two of them. But Devontae Adams, at his cost, at his production, at his age, in that offense with Aaron Rodgers is way more unique. And it's it's just so much more rare that I think it's definitely more valuable than number one pick. All right, so... I would, I would have been say, more inept to do it for Hopkins. I would say, but I'm not. I don't want to do it. But I'm just saying, if I were to have done it, that would have. Been if you were to get rid of, see, one I kind of feel like one, it'd be Hopkins. It'd be Hopkins. Okay. If I were to get rid of one of the two of them because of the, eight. I but feel I'm like, not getting rid of either one. Let me make that clear right now. They're going to be so Gotham City Rogue this. Season. So are you telling me that you wouldn't do this? So like, if instead of trading the ninth pick. You so if you countered him with, um, I'll give you DeAndre Hopkins, and he gives you number one and number ten, and then I give you number six and Mike Williams, you give me number one. So you're getting number six, number ten, and Mike Williams to trade. Well, even if you took out the nine and ten thing, because all that's doing is moving down one. It's so you're saying no. It's not moving down one at all because he's he's having nine, ten, and six. No, no, no. I'm saying if the nine, takes and, 10, nine, the nine out and ten. The nine and ten portion. The part that you're saying. No, is, if he takes nine out of it. He's not giving nine away. He's just giving DeAndre Hopkins away, and he's getting everything else. So Hopkins for six and ten, six, and, ten, and Mike, and Mike Williams. I wouldn't want to do it. Really. What is Mike Williams's contract? He's one dollar less, but he's younger. I think probably not much younger, All but he's expected to hit would, the thing. Would kill my salary. Uh, do you have practice squad available? Because you can practice squad guys for nothing. That is true, but it would still negative. Like because I would eventually have to cut other guys. Like eventually or yeah. this year. Well, I, it would be like in the in the like almost the next year to come. Yeah, but if you're getting younger and potentially better, 
How could I get much better than DeAndre Hopkins? The thing is, I'm not saying you're getting better at that position, but you're getting relatively, you're getting better at other positions potentially if you're giving yourself opportunities to draft. Yeah, but if he's looking you're to, picking up he's looking three to compete players for right one. now. He's looking yeah. to compete right now. He's got, you know, Todd Gurley's got whatever injury risk and stuff. I don't think Todd Gurley is a risk at all. No, no, no. no. He's the reason he's, why I'm willing to trade but, all my fucking draft. But picks even, for him. but even with that, Todd Gurley's it's what his fifth year or something. So like he's got reasonably three, four he's more years. Twenty four years old. So he's got a short. With high mileage. Yeah, but regardless, he's got a his window's open and he, he has is a three the four best year window. running back in the league. The salary is nice now. I would Not nice, but like, it's tolerable. I got no problem yeah. giving up everything draft pick wise for Tiger Early. I'm sure. That's nice. I appreciate that. So, you know. But. No, I'm just saying, like it it would it I don't know. I it boggles my mind that you wouldn't take the opportunity to slightly downgrade in one area for the ability the to, for the ability to because you're because you're realistically not losing probably a ton of points week to week and. Because that's what it's all about is winning week to week, right? But it doesn't the, matter how many points you have at the end of the year if you don't win a fucking title. But you're you you're saying the downgrade the that he's making at the one position is going from Devontae Adams, who's on his team, to T.Y., who's on his I'll team. pause it. What's the debate? And we're back. Uh, well, the debate's kind of mute now because of the trade that went down uh, during our second pause of the show. <laughs> Lunchtime. <laughs> so, Al, do you want to talk about your uh, your your blockbuster trade, in which you kind of got fleeced, in my opinion? Um, the trade was one two and one four for one 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 eight and a future third round pick from Rob. Oh, and a future first, future third. Oh, future. Yeah, third. I was trying to get like a two, and then I'm like, screw it, whatever. So I would like because his original deal was one ten, and he's like, screw it, I'll do one eight, and I'm like, yeah, I want a little bit more. But um, but no, I don't know. I am locking in 100 percent guarantee the player that I wanted. Um, so that doesn't matter. Uh, cause. Whether or not he would have been available at two, uh, you know, Rob seems to have been active tr- looking to trade one one, so it's not who Rob's going to take; it's who's Rob going to take or whoever trades for it. So, um, so yeah, to just secure the pack, yeah, that one one, I'm guaranteed because all I did was I moved down four spots from one four to one eight. Um, I guess I feel that there's a drop off after three, anyways. So, not a huge drop off, but like, because I think the quarterbacks are going to be pretty good, but I only have room for one. So, it doesn't matter how many there are. I can only take one of them. Um, so, that loses value there. Uh, at this point, I need to upgrade my receivers a little bit. And I think the difference between who's available at one, four and one, eight isn't drastic. So, and that's assuming that I'd hold on to one, eight, you know, if I get the right deal, I'm not going to hold on to it for no reason. So, yeah. Well, I, 
I don't know. I, I think it's a pretty fair trade. Yeah, it's it's just an assurance thing because it's even if it is an overpay, I can I can give give a shit because I have Cause so you're many getting f- what you want. Yeah, I, I get what I want. I have so many future picks um, that if this doesn't turn out right, I have you know things in my back pocket that I can use later on to fix this you know problem if it doesn't work out. Right. So Pat thinks it's a terrible. Terrible, terrible trade. I just don't understand making the trade when you could potentially get him uh, at one two. Like if that's the guy you wanted, and you didn't need to trade up to from from one two to one one. And I understand you're guaranteed to get him now, but if Josh Jacobs was pretty much the consensus uh, number one pick and. Rob doesn't need the quarterback right um, right now immediately, then I think it's worth the gamble to take to to hope that Kyler Murray is gonna fall the to one two. And if he doesn't fall to one two, then you get Josh Jacobs who's the consensus number one. So it's really a, a, a can't lose situation. It's not that I don't like Josh Jacobs because I, I really do and um if I had the opportunity to take him I would if I had four quarterbacks but if josh jacobs was on my team right now he would not start for me even in a flex spot he would have to completely blow up because between saquon uh nick chubb and james connor you know that's setting the bar pretty high for what uh jacobs would have to do to, to produce to, lineup. yeah so it's not that i wouldn't want him it's um i think his his he has less value to you, right? Yeah, to to me and and teams in general. Like in a couple of years, if I wanted to flip, you know, the the player that I'm taking or whatever, then I think I can get more than I would with Jacobs and stuff. So it's you know it's whatever, but it's it's really moving down four spots. So I don't know. It's just it's not a move I think you needed to do. But this uh, episode is pretty much turned into uh, trade talk. Yeah, that's fine with me. So <laughs> I'm always down to trade, and we know uh, we know you're always down to trade because you have what 58 of the 59 trades that were done. Oh well, yeah, you got trade. Got to make trades. Itching to trade. Got to make moves. Yeah, what did you say before? If uh, you can't stagnate. You have to be doing something to shake it up if it doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, like, what's the point, in my opinion, of constantly finishing in third place? Like, Well, yeah, but you have to think, of how did you get to third place and why did you not get to first place? If you're if you're doing trades, that's fine, but you don't want to break up the things that got you there. You wanna, I feel like that's a little bit of a dig at me. You want to compliment the things. Uh, it, it is and it isn't. I mean... I was in third place for year after year after year in the beginning, and then I traded Odell Beckham to kind of make a change to make a splash, and then I just drafted the wrong guys. Like when when you draft Amir Abdullah and fucking Amari Cooper in the same year, and the top five picks, then that's just a, a poor draft selection. Uh, like I I could have set myself up great. Like I could have. I don't know. Was that the draft with Kamara in it? Like, I'm not 100% sure, but... The Kamara one was uh, uh, the Corey Davis went one. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that was a different draft. So, I mean, like, either way, I could have I gotten better players in that year's draft. So, 
Like it was a draft that I fucked up. So Wait, which draft were you talking about? The one where I took uh, Amir Abdullah and Amari Cooper. Oh, that I was the uh, that was Amari Cooper number three overall, and then took. Was uh, that the first rookie draft? Yeah, and then okay. I took uh, Amir Abdullah number five overall. Good thing you took carry on last year. Mm-hmm. Make up for your Amir Abdullah. Well, I mean, you know, when lines coming out, you know. Which I saw a tweet yesterday that because I didn't realize uh, was it uh, Bevel's the offensive coordinator for the Lions. Yeah, now? they're gonna just run that the ball out of because he was with um, uh, the Vikings for a while, then the the Seahawks for a really long time, and out of the twelve years he was offensive coordinator, they were top ten in rushing for uh, ten of the twelve years. But not saying that 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 doesn't look well for carry on. Um, you'd have to assume carry on's as good as Marshawn and Adrian Peterson, because those are the guys, uh, um, the guys that he had. Another trade went through. Who? This is the uh, subsequent uh, fallout of the trade, trade with happened. with Rob. Uh, Rob traded the pick he just acquired, um, one two, and he also threw in his twenty twenty one third round pick. Traded to Mark for Tyreek Hill. Really? Yep. Wow, that's interesting. Yep. So, so does so he was going to trade him? He was going to trade him one to get Tyreek Hill. I mean, like all he's doing right now is trading all, all of his like. He's trying to trade for sure, for sure things instead of lotto tickets. He, but if you look at yeah, what but he he's has, not setting himself up for the future. He has like he's getting he has all these high price pieces now. Tyreek Hills, Hills, he's was, only what twenty four. Yeah, I didn't think he was very expensive. No, he's uh, twenty seven. Twenty seven dollars. So he's next he was, year is going to be. So he's as much as Elshon Jeffrey. Well, next he's year cheaper. he's going to be thirty bucks. He's going to be right at the threshold. But Tyreek Hill this, this past year was keeping? far and away the number one wide receiver. Assuming all of this legal thing clears up, it's, so a, it's a steal at that it's contract. A, it's assuming that he doesn't one do anything else in the future. Yeah. Two, um, that he, that this whole thing is, you know. I'd rather have one, two than Tyreek Hill. I would rather not have Tyreek Hill, even yeah, though he's the I'm best wide, you know, best. He's the potentially the best wide receiver in the league. There's gotta be one, a little bit of regression in that offense. Oh yeah, I feel like his team needs he, to be called the Bad News Bears. He's got like Fournette, and, yeah, you know Hill. And well, Zeke, let's get AP over Zeke's there. Zeke's had a couple uh, Zeke. brushes with the law in this offseason. I know. I get a mix in. He could, he could trade me something for. Yeah, he could just have the whole the the Bad News Bears. Michael Vick comes out of retirement. <laughs> Joins Rob's fantasy team. <laughs> oh god. Oh man. So it's been going down today. Today has been an active day. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, the last what 48, huh? 48 to seventy two hours with just random people getting cut. Yeah. For you know, I've had a couple of random trade offers. You know, like I said, in the last day or two. Yeah. I well, I know training. Some training camps just started. Uh, the rest of them are within the next week. Yeah. So, I actually thought it would be it would make more sense for these moves to not happen. I guess if you're in a position of power or whatever, um, to to hold off to see for more information to come out with training camp, 
Because you don't, you know, some guy can... So what would you assume is going to be the new order in this draft coming off the board? So 1-1 one, one wow. is going to be uh, Kyler Murray. And then 1-2 with Mark is got to be, what, Haskins or Jacobs? Jacobs. It's... Um... Well, because he's got... He he doesn't have a he doesn't like he just traded away his best wide receiver. Uh, he didn't. He just traded away Melvin Gordon too. He yeah, just traded away Melvin go, Gordon. He's gonna hit the running. He back. still has um, Love Bell at a really high. Contract. Or he's gonna take the Bears running back. I would imagine him taking a quarterback. So I would assume either Hassins or Jones. Yeah. Who, whoever he likes out of that, um, unless he was expecting Murray to be there. Um, because at this point I've said nothing but Jacobs and Haskins. So if um, yeah, I guess at this point he's either he's one. either hoping that Kyler Murray's there, and yeah, but at the same time you have to plan for. That's the, the difference between getting the number one pick and getting the number two pick. It's yeah, but you have to plan for when not when you getting when you have one specific person in mind. It's you well, that's need the thing. To, like if Mark Mark didn't. Trade for that, thinking I'm guaranteed to get this. Because if he's say say it is quarterback, since he has, as of right now, he has Wentz, Rosen, and Rudolph. So he really only has one starter, possibly two if Rosen wins the job. So assuming he wants a quarterback, if he's saying I want to get off Tyreek Hill, if I can get one of these young quarterbacks, I'm happy. Or if it's I'm getting rid of Tyreek Hill because I want this one specific quarterback, there's a difference between that where. I think he needed to be more aggressive saying, give me one, one I'm locked into this person. If there is one person he wants, but if there's multiple players, then yeah, so I can give me two and I get, I'm guaranteed one of the top two guys that I want. So, but yeah, with him, it's, you know, Lev Bell's 51, Tevin Coleman's 27, Kenyon Drake's 19, Freeman's 15. So like he has, I think he has running backs to compete this year. He can still use depth, and they, especially with Bell and Freeman, are at the ends of their career. They're definitely on the, they're definitely on the back nine. Um, but so it's possible. You know, I'm not ruling out Jacobs, but um, you know, it, it's very, very well possible that he does go that route. But um, I think the fact that he traded away Melvin Gordon earlier, maybe he's just trying to do a full rebuild. And it's just a matter of how, how, what does a rebuild by Mark look like? Yeah, well, I guess if you're trying to do a full rebuild, aren't you trying to get something for Le'Veon Bell? Um, I, yeah, I would. But it's also, if he's not looking to compete this year, like I was saying before, Lev Bell's going to have more value. During the to, season, to going to all nine people and saying, "Do you want Le- Le'Veon Bell for this season? What will you give me for it?" Rather than the one or two people who can afford him right now, yeah. what will you give me? I guess that's true. So it's it's just using your cap space to acquire more more assets in the future. I don't think Le'Veon Bell or Antonio Brown are going to be that great this season. They're what they're not going to be what they were, do you have but that they're going to completely fall off the cliff. I'm not or, saying they're going to completely fall off. Or is off. that what you think is going to happen? Do you think they are going to completely fall off the cliff, or do you think that they're just not going to be good because they're in new landing spots? Like, I don't understand. Like, I don't think that uh, Gase wanted Bell. 
No, he, okay, he, so, he said it. So, so I why think that would he's gonna? He's. I mean, it's not that he's not gonna use him. It's it's not like oh my god, I want this I guy. I'm a, gonna fully maximize this guy. It's he's good. It's what I have. I'm gonna work with it, and that's a lot to work with. But um, I would say instead of those two challenging for the best at their position, which they pretty much have done have for most of their been, career, yeah. I think that they're going to be more in the the lower end of the top ten. I believe that. So I they'll still be number be one, good, number one wide receivers or number one running backs. They're just. I actually think that running backs that take a year off like that come back a little bit better. Yeah, I, well, I think Love Bell's got the uh, ability to come back better, but but I think with Gase, I don't think his usage is going to be is what it should be. Um, it. I don't know. It, the the whole Jets team, yeah, well, I feel like, doesn't have a direction or identity necessarily. That's like saying I'm not going to take Baker because he's a Brown, though. Like, well, no, I'm saying it's it's not like oh my god, it's the Jets. It's I don't I don't I can't see what the Jets plan is, so I can't put myself in there. Granted, I have a Jet, but it's a ten dollar wide receiver that I think. You know, can throw a couple of good games out there or whatever. And you think Gruden is really gonna? I mean, what? What about the Raiders? I mean, what? What do you think the Raiders Raiders are seriously gonna be? Uh, I don't know. What are they gonna be? I mean, they seem to have a lot of flash. Given, you know, Carr is a big money quarterback. You can like him or whatever, or not like him. They are the only team to take a running back in the first round this year, and then they traded for arguably the best wide receiver over the last five years. So they, I feel like they've won the press conferences, but I don't know how that necessarily translate translates onto the field. Right. I don't know. That's just my thought on those guys. It's well, how long was Gruden out of the league? Like ten years or something like that. Yeah. And um. So it's not like, and last year was the first year, correct? That he was back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's the first year of a rebuild under a new a new coach, but it it didn't look good. No, it's, it didn't. I know, it wasn't a good product. I know you have to to sift through what you have and see what you like, and then bring in players that you do like, and you're going to improve. But it it wasn't good. I know that he said something this offseason that he wants to have the best wide receiver core like in the league, and that's why they paid Tyrell Williams what they did and why they traded for Antonio Brown. Well, because um, I think it, it makes sense to give uh, your quarterback weapons to see if you actually have a quarterback that you're going to keep because it, you can't. Yeah, you can't grade Derek Carr on what he's done in the past because he's had nobody. And to say, oh, well, he had Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper's not very good. Like just because he's doing okay in Dallas, he got better. Doesn't in mean it was that from a like, couple big games, but yeah, I've never been huge on Amari Cooper. I thought that they would have been a better pairing together, but I think we're gonna find out this year if Amari Cooper is good. Yeah, I think Amari Cooper is. A middling number two he's wide like, receiver. He's very young. That's Amari Cooper to me is either right with Ty or just slightly ahead. He like he's in that second tier. Receiver. That's not a bad place to be. Yeah, you know it's at least fantasy wise he's in that second tier. Like I, I've never understood the 
the super high end upside of like a Julio Jones, DeAndre Hopkins, you know, Devontae Adams, like we were talking before. Um, I never thought he had that type of upside, but he's right, right there. Um, I guess kind of Jordy Nelson ish during his peak. Granted, Jordy Nelson was, I know he had at least one year where he was the number one overall receiver, but that's him with an elite quarterback in an elite offense, which I don't think um, Amari Cooper's had or is in now. So, right. You working deals over there or something? Trying to, but he's like fucking ignoring this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think we've touched on a lot of different topics today. This is going to be like a 10-hour edit for you. No, I've paused like everything. Oh, all right. Well, hope maybe if we pause again, there will some more trades go down. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. Who, uh, who are you trying to work a trade with? Somebody. I can't do anything because I already did my thing. I've my goal of the of the year was to get the the number one pick to get Murray. So, so this is three straight years I've had number one now. Just want to point that out. Hopefully, it goes more like the second time I had it and not the first one. But well, yeah, I guess my trade's not going to go down because apparently he thinks Cooper Cup is going to be okay to have as his number two wide receiver. That's not bad. I wouldn't disagree with him on that. It's not. It's Would not you rather a, have Mike Williams or Cooper Cup? At what cost? Uh, Mike Williams and two nine for one three. No, I don't do that. Me either. All right. Well, talk to me next year when Mike Williams is top ten wide receiver. I'll uh, trade you your future pick back and get him on. Uh. Oh, that's funny. Sean saying that Kevin White looked like a freak. Wait, when like oh, because like Rob's or? calling Sean a Bears homer right now, and uh, Sean's like, "When was I ever a homer?" Oh, when he did, he, is, I was uh, like, "Oh, did Sean take Kevin, Kevin White, in the draft? White was no, but he was talking up Kevin White. Who like he did was, take Kevin White? Where'd he go?" Uh, Trey took him in the first round. I'm assuming. I don't remember what round. Because he was the seventh pick in the NFL draft, and that was I want to assume Winston Mariota. Um, that was like the second. Year oh, Gurley, Melvin Gordon. I don't know. Sean is saying that Josh Jacobs and Kyler Moore, Moore, uh, Murray are both going to be busts. So that's fine. I don't. Kyler agree Murray with needs to be good enough to be my those. fourth quarterback. So I think I'll be fine with that. I. Then Kyler Murray is going to be a freak. So you would you would have to say that this was a good trade then, because I am acquiring I one freak on my team. I don't think it would be a good trade for you, considering you didn't need to move up. But You're not going to convince me that you traded draft capital. You moved back four spots on your second pick to. Take the guy you would have gotten. Yeah, but now look what happened. But with a so yeah, but that doesn't affect him. It would have because Mark would have ended up with that number one pick. Yeah, Rob. If if Rob doesn't do the trade with me, he threw in a third round pick with with one two to get. So Tyree then Hill. he still gets so a guy say, that's going to be able to get him. But he doesn't get but, a guy. But he, he wants. wants more picks. Is what he wants. Who Al? 
Yeah, Al wants more picks. He's gonna get cards. I don't need more picks. I don't think he's holding any cards. Oh, he is. You know how many championships we've won between all of us? Zero. Zero. So until that until that number changes, I don't give a shit what you did and what you acquired because it still won you zero fucking championships. You have zero fucking title reigns. You're holding up zero fucking trophies. So you know what? That's my piece on it. And until next time, peace out.